October is National Bullying Prevention Month. So in this mini-sode, I just want to take some time to explain what National Bullying Prevention Month is, how it began, some statistics, of course, and explain what exactly bullying is. Because I think a lot of people have a misconception of what bullying actually means. So National Bullying Prevention Month started in 2006 by Pacers National Bullying Prevention Center. And as I mentioned before, it is held every October. And it is basically a prevention program to unite communities as well as educate and raise awareness for bullying prevention. It used to be held in just the first week of October, but because it became so big, it expanded to the entire month of October in 2010 and began to include things like activities, educational programs, as well as, well as awareness for that entire month. And it's recognized across the U.S. as it is National Bullying Prevention Month, and hundreds of schools and organizations across the country have signed on to be partners in this prevention. We even have organizations like Facebook, CNN, Yahoo Kids, and Cartoon Network who have supported this initiative throughout the years. So what exactly is bullying? I think a lot of people have a misconception about bullying and they feel as though, especially I see this online a lot in social media cases, where if somebody disagrees with you or, you know, goes on the attack or defensive or offensive, if, if we're using attack, somebody will say, you know, you don't need to bully me. And that's not bullying. And I really wish that people would stop throwing a word around like that because it really it starts to give it it starts to diminish what it actually means so bullying is the use of force coercion or threat to abuse aggressively dominate or intimidate and it is a repeated or habitual behavior so it's not something that you just go online and someone says something you don't like that's not bullying it's repetitive. It's a pattern. It's similar to, you know, what we talk about with domestic violence and things like that. It, it's something that is a continued behavior that does not end and it is not a one time thing. So there are many types of bullying we see all kinds of, of, of things happening all over. These can include individual, uh, which, you know, physical, verbal, um, anything with a relationship or, or cyberbullying. This can also be collective in the sense of what's called mobbing. So in individual instances, 
this is something that is perpetrated by a single person against a target or targets. So one person is attacking one person or a group. And this can be seen in uh, many different ways, including physical, which is obviously, you know, when, when somebody is harming someone's body or is damaging their possessions, you know, when somebody in school is being repeatedly punched during recess or or during lunchtime or after school, uh, beaten up, tortured in any way, that is obviously physical bullying. We also have verbal, which is when somebody threatens someone, spreading rumors about somebody, uh, name-calling, nicknaming somebody in a derogatory way, repeatedly laughing at somebody. So, you know, if there's a kid at school who happens to be not so popular and every single day there's something that his classmates laugh at him about, if it is a repeated pattern that they are laughing at this person, that is bullying. Then we have relational bullying, which is sometimes also referred to as social aggression. And this is a type of bullying that uses relationships to hurt others. This can sometimes also be used to hurt somebody's reputation or their social standing in their community or in their school or friend group, whatever it is. And it can include physical, verbal, or any other kind of bullying, but it is meant to basically exclude somebody from a social setting. I'm going to talk about cyberbullying last, so we're going to go into collective bullying tactics, which one of the major terms that is used is mobbing, and mobbing refers to bullying of an individual by a group in any context such as family, peer group, work, uh, neighborhood, community, or online. So it is a group that is attacking an individual. So it's the opposite of individual bullying. And again, this all needs to be repetitive. There needs to be a habitual pattern coming along with it. It's not just a one or two time thing. It's a constant thing. So with mobbing, it could be anything like, you know, ganging up on your coworkers or forcing someone out of the workplace uh, by, you know, humiliating them or isolating them or harassing them, any sort of tactic to, to again, alienate and kind of get them out of, of that arena. I wanted to talk about cyberbullying last because this is such a new phenomenon. You know, before we had the internet or cyberspace or social media or any of those things, generally bullying ended when the school day ended. 
you know, sometimes, yes, kids would be followed home, but as soon as they would get home, they were sort of in a, a safe and protective environment. But we don't have that protection anymore because everything is online now. We can be contacted at any moment. Pictures and, and words and rumors can be spread so quickly via social media that we, we are no longer protected when we are in our homes. Our homes have just become an extension of an area where we can be bullied. So cyberbullying is, is really much more than what regular bullying used to be. I want to quickly just cover some statistics about bullying as well. So most of the statistics I'm about to tell you come from the 2019 report from the National Center for Educational Statistics, and they are in regards to bullying specifically in schools. So one out of every five students has reported being bullied, and that's about 20.2%. A higher percentage of male students than female students has reported being physically bullied, and that's 6% versus 4%. However, when it comes to female victims of bullying, they tend to be the subjects of rumors more so than male students, and that is 18% versus 9%. And 41% of students who reported being bullied at school indicated that they think the bullying would happen again. And so, like I said, cyberbullying is a pretty new form of bullying. So there is a whole section regarding just that in these statistics. So I just want to go into a little bit of that as well. So uh, again, according to the National Center for Educational Statistics from 2019, among students ages 12 to 18 who had reported being bullied at school, 15% were bullied online or via text as well. And reports of cyberbullying are highest among middle school students, followed closely by high school students, and then lastly on that list is primary school students. And this is from the 2019 report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. From Patchen and Hindua, also a 2019 report, the percentage of, it, of individuals who have experienced cyberbullying at some point in their lifetimes have more than doubled from 2007 to 2019 and that went from 18 percent to 37 percent so again cyberbullying is such a huge huge part of this and it's very difficult to pinpoint who is doing cyberbullying. Um, the, the words that are used, we, we have to be very careful because sometimes the threats that are said are not perceived legally as threats. So there are a lot of nuances that come with cyberbullying and it's, 
it's a scary situation because you don't know if the cyber part of it is going to turn into potential real life situations. And my partners and I are going to actually have a whole discussion about this towards the end of the month regarding cyberbullying. And we're going to discuss different cases that have happened as well as our own dealings with this because we want everybody to understand that this can happen to anybody and even though we are adults it can still happen and I also think that that's something really important to point out that this doesn't just happen to school-age children or college students this can happen to anybody at any point in their lives Another part of it, like I mentioned earlier, is is workplace harassment, um, and there's the potential for, for stalking. Stalking could be considered bullying as well, depending on what exactly is, is happening in the situation. So just because we are adults does not mean that we are immune to, to being bullied. Um, we, we think of it as a an adolescent thing, a childish thing, because we, we don't want to accept that adults can act like this, but they indeed can. And we will discuss one particular case when we cover that episode where it really came to light just how devastating an adult can be in cyberbullying. One last point that I want to make is that there are prevention programs out there. Again, this whole month is dedicated to bullying prevention because of PACER's Prevention Center. So you can always go to their website, which is pacer.org. It's P-A-C-E-R dot org. They have a ton of information on their website about what this month is and, and stories of, of overcoming bullying as well as prevention resources and things that can be done through the home as well as through the community and schools. There is also uh, Not In Our Town, which is niot.org. They also have stories, videos, information, resources, uh, a, a donation portion. So that's also a place that you can go to find out more about prevention information. And there is also Stomp Out Bullying, which is stompoutbullying.org. And again, it gives resources, ways to help, uh, campaigns that they have, um, a blog, events that they're putting on, contact information, all kinds of things to help with with this month. So with Stomp Out Bullying, they actually have specific weeks set up per this month. So I just want to go through what exactly those were uh, and are. So Monday, October 5th, which we, we missed, we're a little behind now, but um, that was blue up, hashtag blue up. And it was blue, B-L-U-E, like the color. And 
This is the signature campaign World Day of Bullying Prevention, which is the first Monday of every October, and it happened to be October 5th this year. The week of October 5th is little like challenges that they have. So make friends with someone you don't know at school that could help prevent others from bullying somebody, um, showing that you truly care about somebody else. Um, there was a challenge others to be kind portion. And then October 11th, which is a few days away, is National Coming Out Day. So it's a day to celebrate those who are coming out in the LGBTQIA plus community and to show your, your support and that you're an ally. So then there's the week of October 12th and they have a stand up for others week. So again, you know, for somebody who's being bullied, um, to have somebody support them and show that they care and they want to stand up for them is such a huge part of helping their mental well-being and showing them that it, it does truly get better. And there are people out there that are willing to help and want to befriend them. And then the week of October 19th is a week of inclusion. So they have hashtag no one eats alone, which I think is such a fantastic thing because that's, you know, we see so many times in, in middle schools and high schools and in the lunchroom where there's that one table where there's one or two kids who are always by themselves. I mean, maybe they want to be by themselves and that's completely fine, but if it's a situation where they are being bullied and they're being ostracized, you know, maybe just go sit at that table and, and talk to them and find out what they're about. You don't know what people are, what they're going through until you, you get to know them. So hashtag no one eats alone. And I, I love that. And this week of inclusion, the week of October 19th is all about just including those who may not be included normally in any sort of thing, school activities, after school activities, uh, coming to a sleepover if you want to truly, you know, really become friends with them or have them sit next to you on the bus riding home. Ask them a question about themselves, get to know them. It's, it's such a phenomenal thing and it really can brighten somebody's day and change their perception of the world with just one person showing them that they care. And then the end of the month, the week of October 26th, is start the week with conversations amongst your peers. And this is huge because, again, we talk about this all the time on Blackbird, but the point of all of these things, the point of our podcast is to get the conversation started. We need to talk about these things so that change can happen. So Stomp Out Bullying says, meet with fellow students and discuss how you can change the culture at your school. Perfect. So I'm going to give all of this information in the show notes and I hope that you will go on some of these websites and donate to some of these organizations and help out a friend or, or someone who you don't really know. 
and just show someone you care. And through this whole month, if you can, wear orange. And, uh, you know, blue is another color for this. Um, but orange is the main color for anti-bullying. So show your pride and show that you support bullying prevention. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we will see you again this weekend for our regular full lengths. Thanks, guys.